Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, two. This is our speed round. We got to do a recap. This is the recap of the recap of the National Football League Week 2. And I saw a lot of interesting games, man. A lot of interesting games. So, I could start easily with that Thursday night game. Buccaneers, Panthers, the Bucks ended up winning out. I must say, um, disappointed with the play call in the end of that game. Yeah. I wouldn't even say disappointed because they got it to the best player who was available, Christian McCaffrey. They did the Philly special, but it was a Philly special fake. Christian McCaffrey pump fake. I saw a lot of things on that last play from a football perspective that I could break down. Um, I wanted to see Cam go over the top yeah. to be able to um, make a difference and have them to be able to win the game, but I still think Cam is hurt, and they're just trying to guide their way back into it, my personal take on it. But nonetheless, Jameis Winston, he did step up. Yeah, I give him credit. He did. He stepped up when the team needed him, when the Bucks needed him. And uh, we talk about the Panthers, man. Tremendous athlete in, in Christian McCaffrey. Uh, making his bones to be one of the better running backs in the league. But like you said, man, Cam Newton is just hurt. And, you know, for any quarterback, when you have that an arm injury, a shoulder injury, it typically takes a little bit more than a season to get you really back right in, 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 into the flow of things. Uh, we saw Peyton Manning, when he had an upper body injury. You saw Andrew Luck a few years ago. Same thing. They just didn't look crisp when they came back. And right now, Cam is it looks like he's pushing the ball down the field as opposed to just throwing it. Yeah. And uh, that accuracy isn't there. He's missed wide open receivers over the middle. Throws that he's made in the past, he's just not making right now. So the Panthers, they're definitely facing an uphill battle if their star quarterback can't get it done for them. Yeah, no doubt, man. And 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 I, I believe in giving people props. I was ready to write Jameis Winston off. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, I was ready to write him off. I felt like he's had more than enough opportunities to um, – to pretty much get it done. And Jameis, you you got it done for the your your Tampa Bay Buccaneers being able to go out there. The thing that I loved about him, I can spit off how I can spit off like stats, but let me tell you what I really see. I saw him taking control of the over the huddle, mm. and I saw him being patient, not making and rushing the mistakes that he usually make, holding on to the football long. I remember three times. He was in the pocket. He didn't. He 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 over. He glanced the field, didn't like what he saw, and he took off running. Mm. And other times he took off running, then he threw the ball away. Uh, that really kept him from a negative play. So I give him a lot of props for that. Shout out to him for being able to um, make Bruce Arians the quarterback whisperer. <laughs> you know, makes him look good, right? Yeah, man. What what other games you got? on your plate that you saw that we really need to address. I think uh, that bounce-back game, if you want to say, uh, for Cleveland, Cleveland Browns versus the Jets. And, and, you know, granted it's the Jets, the Jets' defenses and all of that. Uh, But the offense looked spectacular for the Browns. They were out there throwing the ball around. You saw OBJ. He had the the, – 
the little bit of adversity in the, in the beginning of the Monday did. night football game when the, the refs made him take off his mask, his uh, his face, uh, excuse me, his visor on his face mask, right? Hey, Typically, he didn't have that watch on. Again, he didn't have though. that. Yeah. So so typically. With Odell Beckham, if he faces adversity, adversity in the beginning of the game, he'll go to the sideline, he'll rant, rave, et cetera. You know, we saw him proposing to a, a goalpost, kicking the goalpost another day, smacking him in his, in his head. You know what I mean? A, a few years ago with the Giants. But this year, he just went to the sideline. He had a few words to say to the ref. Went to the sideline, focused in, got the new visor on, and then lit the Jets' defense up. You saw that nice one-handed catch that yes. he made up there in Jersey, uh, similar to the one he made a few years ago. Um, you know, he's just a tremendous athlete, and it just shows what that Browns offense can be if OBJ is dialed in and focused. Nick Chubb did his thing running the ball. You know what I mean? They have some talent on that offense. If that offense can carry them, granted, it's against the, against the Jets. No, they did what they were supposed to do, But they did what they were supposed to do, bouncing like back and getting yeah, that win. Yeah, we can always say that, but at the end of the day, it's a it's, it's a production-based business. There you go. And as long as you do what you're supposed to do, against teams that who don't deserve to be in the stadium with you. Yeah. I think about the Miami Dolphins. Horseshit performance by Terrible. them this weekend. Terrible. Terrible. Like it was brutal. It, 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 my, I had to put Visine in my eyes because <laughs> it hurt for me to watch it, man. But, you know, but going back to Odell Beckham, six catches, targeted 10 times, 161 yards. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb, not only did he have 30, 36 yards receiving, um, but rushing the football, 18 carries for 62 yards, a touchdown. And I still think these guys have a lot to, of room to grow. Yeah, Freddie Kitchens, I, I didn't like the way that he called the game last night. Hmm. The reason why I felt like he came out, you look at Baker Mayfield, 19 of 35. 35 attempts is way, I think, too many right now. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not polished enough right now. Lean on Chubb. Yeah. Sometimes I think Freddie Kitchens forget what got him the job. Mm. And last year, when I remember when they were reeling off wins and being very competitive throughout the thing, the last six games, he ended up having, he ran the football effectively. That's when we saw um, Nick Chubb come from out of nowhere, from not playing to averaging close to 100 yards a game the last six games of the season. So um, I think if they continue to lean on him and then let the – if you run the ball effectively, you know this better than anybody being an offensive lineman. You open up, you open up, you create the opportunity for play action to yeah. really work, yeah. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It gets the linebackers like yourself to bite a little bit on that run, take a few steps up, and that's all you need for the linebackers to step up, the safety to step up, and then you have those windows behind them when a mobile quarterback can sit there and throw the ball over the top. You know what I mean? So if uh, Kitchens can start to do that and, and get the right, more efficient plays for Baker Mayfield, again, the ceiling is, is so high for this team. Uh, the youth is there. The, the 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 highlights are there. The big explosive plays are there. It'll be interesting to see how they mature as the season goes on. Yeah, no doubt. And I will be remiss if we don't mention the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were about to throw away man. a game. I'm sitting down watching it, and I'm like, "Come on, man! <laughs> Not now, again. Don't, don't 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 give it to me like this now. Yeah. Don't don't put me through this this hectic week to where I got to answer questions. But I'm proud of them." They were able to fight back, even though they gave up some plays late defensively. Well, almost gave up plays due to a drop pass yeah. uh, by the running back coming out of the backfield. But uh, they sustained. Julio was just being Julio. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Who is just who? <laughs> who is who? So, you know, I, I really like what they did. Matt Ryan, 
it's very few times that you can throw multiple interceptions in a game and, and come out win. Yeah. So it really goes to show you that, you know what, even though these guys won this game and they really did a 180 turnaround mm-hmm. from week one, the best is yet to come for this Atlanta Falcons football team. And I think one of the good things uh, about this win early on in the season for the Falcons is, one, you're going against the Eagles team, and that's definitely going to be in the playoffs, uh, uh, playoff race towards the end of the season. Uh, it's an NFC game, an NFC victory, and you can't go 0-2 off the rip. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't go 0-2 and then take this loss in the NFC and then still keep the, the young players on your team in tune. So I think that was great for, for the Falcons. Yeah, no doubt. And let's let's push on over to the Dallas Cowboys game. Dallas and Redskins. Dallas is Dallas. People want, listen, I got plenty of people. Our homeboy Jared, he hitting us up. He think this is the Dallas Cowboys show. I say no, Jerry has not stroked <laughs> us a check yet. But Jerry, we listen, we are open and entertaining. We will entertain offers. Yeah, they they doing their thing, man. Can't can't knock the Cowboys. I don't want to give them too much uh uh airtime right now, but they doing their thing. Again, yeah. week two. Starting to make me a reliever, so uh, we'll see how it goes next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to give them props. Dak is leading that team the way that he's supposed to be leading it. The longer that they wait, the more they're going to have to pay. Meaning they better hope Kansas City don't pay um, Mahomes early. Because because now it's going to raise the bar to a whole nother level. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Dak and Mahomes, and we talked about Lamar Jackson on our last podcast, a trend is happening now in NFL. So many black quarterbacks are absolutely, uh, actually getting an opportunity to start, and they're doing their thing. And it, it goes back to what we've always said. If you're a good quarterback, you're a good quarterback. It right. don't matter what you, right you know, your skin color. And these guys aren't just out there trying to run like Randall Cunningham and Mike Vick, et cetera. These guys are sitting in the pocket doing it with their arms. Uh, Mahomes, Teddy Bridgewater getting a start now because Drew Brees is hurt. Yep. Uh, you know, Cam Newton, obviously. So these guys are actually doing their thing and salute to all the black quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, man, they they doing their thing. Who are some of the other ones who are really lighting it, lighting it up and making a big impression? You talked about... Um, Lamar Jackson, obviously. Lamar Jackson. Phenomenal Listen, on his first two I weeks. think what we're seeing from him right now is golden. Yeah. Th- this is a good preview of what we – I think we should continue to expect to see what he's doing. Maybe definitely not at the level week one. I just think he was in the zone, but he played outstanding a few days ago. So I love what he's doing. I love his leadership, and I love how humble he is going to work every day understanding – you're the same person who called me a running back, and this is what's going to motivate me yeah. to show you, like, I'm a quarterback, and don't you dare disrespect me with that statement again. Uh, he's doing his thing, man, and you just got to hope that this trend continues on with these younger quarterbacks in the NFL. Not a, a trend that we don't like is uh, all the players acting like they're in the NBA, taking a little bit of adversity after week one or week two, and they're like, you know what? I want to tuck my tail. I want to trade, man. And you're referring to Mika Fitzpatrick? Jalen Ramsey on defensive the back from yeah. the Miami Dolphins now traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers for a first round pick next year. I don't agree with that. I think he's a hell of a football player, and it's not it has nothing to do with him being playing from that other team, college team in Alabama. Yeah. Big fan of him, but I'm happy for him. I don't like it from the Steelers' point of view because it doesn't really make them better instantly now. Right. I look at it like instant grits. I want them, I want them now, and I want them to taste good. When I look at this trade, I want him. They got him now. It's still not going to taste good to yeah. 
the reason why they have too many problems going on. Even now with Ben, Big Ben going out, being hurt for the rest of the year. So when I look at this trade, I think it's going to be something to where, yeah, he can help shape and mold, but it just depends on how much he knows being a second-year player that he is. Yeah, and typically the players that really make an impact are players that can change the dynamic on a, of a game on a third down. So you have your quarterbacks, your receivers that can make those third down plays. Yeah. And then on defense, you typically have a lockdown cornerback or a defensive end that could affect the pass rush on third down. Minka Fitzpatrick is not that player yet. So as to your point, it's a solid pickup for the Steelers, but he's not the game changer that's going to turn your season around and make you just a playoff competitor, uh, contender right away. Right. I agree with you, man. So it was nice having speed round with you, though. You know, a lot of times people don't know the acumen that the old linemen have, and oh, you yeah. have a greater understanding of everything. That's the reason why you and I can provide the listeners with the speed round Absolutely. of Behind the Mask. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.